it is time to talk a little bit of rugby league now, and well, we've got to talk about them Warriors as well, don't we? The big win over the Cowboys at Mount Smart on Saturday evening. Joining us now, a uh, man who played for the uh, the Panthers, South Sydney Manly. Um, it is Mark Spud Carroll. G'day, Spud. Uh, good afternoon uh, to you and our listeners. Yes. Uh, now, Spud, have I told you before the season started that after seven games the Warriors were going to be five and two? What have you? What would have you said to me? Uh, I think you read a good book. I actually said the same <laughs> thing. I just think under the uh, the guidance of the Australian coach, has gone with the, his own, uh, you know, just his own plays. But it's all about discipline and and have a defence in the middle where you, you know, you give you hand out bruises, and that's what the uh, the Warriors years and years ago when I played, that, you went over there, you felt sore leaving, and I, I guarantee the side's doing that right now. Mm, absolutely. What have you made of uh, of guys like Sean Johnson, um, Spud, who who have had a couple of lean years in the NRL, haven't quite played to the potential that we all uh, have seen in the past, but but really have stepped up in 2023. Do you put that down to, to Webster and his influence? Yeah, Webster 100%. But I just think uh, he's, he's gone out there with the right mindset. He needed to change. 100% he needed to change. And everyone knows on his day he's one of the best players in the game. And what I love is when he gets interviewed after games, he's got a smile on his face mm. and he's enjoying his footy. So if you enjoy your footy, um, footy comes easy. Let's talk about their opposition, the Cowboys, mate, because they really have been uh, one of the most disappointing sides in 2023. The side that made the top four last year was sort of everyone's fairy tale story because they had them potentially winning the wooden spoon. They, they make the top four. Toddy Payton gets coach of the year. And the side isn't that different, Spud, from last year. It's, it's almost the same team that was in the top four. They haven't lost too many people, but just not working in 2023. Yeah, I'd agree with you. They're in everyone's top eight at the moment. They're struggling. Uh, they're just not doing their, their basics, which is, you know, great defence. You know, last year, I think they had one of the best defensive units there. They're leaking points left, right and centre. Uh, their forwards aren't doing work, 100%. If you think you have the best back one in the world, but if you haven't got the forwards hurting people through the middle, and, you know, the Cowboys, they used to have a, it was like a fortress when you went up there. Mm. You'd lose, but, you know, when they're travelling, they're actually losing as well, so... Not the best of the years for the uh, Cowboys. Yeah, absolutely. It's there. Have a look at some of the other games across the weekend. Uh, one that sticks out off the bat was the uh, one of the Friday night games, the Seagulls getting over the storm. And um, just off what the Seagulls have dished up defensively this year, myself and Kempi had a few chats last week. And uh, look, we thought this was going to be an easy win for the storm uh, at Brookvale, but the, but the Seagulls ran away with it. Well, maybe a few of the players thought the same thing, but I guarantee the mindset of the Seagulls, uh, I've been fortunate enough to do some work with these guys this year and I'm doing actually some individual stuff and um, no one sort of knows about it. I call myself a forward whisperer. No one knows I'm doing it. <laughs> and, uh, the players I'm sort of speaking to, just setting them standards of life, what you have to do every game. You don't worry about what the half of flight later doing, just do your job. And you know, we've, we had a motto, you come through the middle, you're going to get hurt. And we've certainly seen that on, uh, on Friday night. So uh, if, if Manly keep this up, Spud, we're going to have to put your name uh, on some of the awards come the end of the season. Is that is that what I understand? 100%. 100%. <laughs> probably tack, tackle of the year. Um, that's probably the first one. Oh. Mate, um, the Panthers-Knights game was an interesting one. Once again, had the Panthers just blowing the Knights off the park. Not that the Knights are a bad team this year. They showed that with the win against the Warriors last week. But, uh, you know, given it's the Panthers, um, you know, the reigning premiers and, and a team that – we thought found its groove last week with a big win, uh, but it goes to Golden Point. The Knights very much could have won it. Yeah, it's quite amazing how games, you know, you, you think of Penrith maybe 13 plus against the Knights, but what you've got to believe and to the listeners out there, when you win a comp, you're the top dog, right? They all want to beat you. So you, what you do, you, 
you're up against Penrith, you circle what date it is, and that's your game time. And now uh, you can see Newscales and Knights nearly got the win, but um, just a smart sort of uh, clear at the end. Phil Goals, he's, they call him the Ice Man. Mm. Um, so that's what Penrith do, you know. They, they were down the dumps, but they play for the 480. And as I said, every week teams come up want to beat the big dog, and unfortunately, uh, Penrith got the points. The uh, the Broncos they are flying high, um, forty three points to twenty six winner over the Titans at Seabus Stadium. The Broncos had the blip last week um, against the Raiders, but for me, but I I think they are the the team of the comp at the moment. Um, you know, the rest of the competition has just been wide open. Teams beating you know each other every every week. It's sort of flip flops. And my tipping uh, this year has been absolutely abysmal. But I think the Broncos at the moment do sit above the rest of the competition. Yeah, I love that word flip flop. Aren't they your thongs? But, yeah, flip flops over I here, mate. Flip flops when you're talking on ECNZ. I love, I love, I love Kiwis. Um, with a couple of my gym actually, I just can't understand the word they're saying. Actually, they say that about me. Um, no, regards, uh, regards to Broncos, um, Payne Haas. Like, they're saying he's going to be a million dollar player, mate. He's got to be paid straight up. He gives it every week. He had over, I think, 160 metres, 17 carries. And then you've got the outside backs, the, the, the likes of Cobo. Like, I love that bloke in full motion. Uh, reminds me so much of a young Greg Inglis, the way yeah. he just strides. Uh, he's like Gazelle. He's so, you know, he's just great to watch. But I think sometimes you need a loss to get better. And in saying that, I mean, when they play the uh, Raiders, I think what you do, you probably only takes one person to look down the ladder. Oh, the Raiders, they're going, they're going uh, no good at the moment. Uh, they should be an easy win. Only takes one bloke and it, and it goes through like a, a fire. So, I think they responded well. Um, but the Titans come out the blocks. But, you know, it's, it's an 80-minute uh, game. It's not 40 like the Titans thought it was. And the Broncos, uh, they're certainly a force this year. Spud, uh, what have you made? There's been lots of discussion, of course, across the NRL uh, in Aussie and in New Zealand of... Uh, of I guess how um, those hip drop tackles have been adjudicated um, over the last couple of weeks and there seems to be a little bit of inconsistency sometimes guys get sent off, sometimes they don't sometimes it doesn't even look like a hip drop tackle what's uh, what's your view on it all? I think that word inconsistency I think uh, it was the referee's boss Annals did come out and he, and he did a description mate, I'm thinking mate you're confusing me I didn't know what was <laughs> going on with him him being a referee as well, never played the game rugby league but sometimes your body gets in a certain area but when you what, what happens now, they grapple so much. Grappling means they, they they wrestle all the time. But my philosophy has always been that, you know, when I was playing, if two blokes can't get them on the ground, if you come in the third man, you take your teammate out. That's how I was brought up. Mm. You know, you've got to get this guy on, his, on, the, on the ground. You don't go shooting for the legs. They got rid of that one out of the game. But this hip drop thing, um, it's got to get out of the game. And, and mate, give, you know, you've got to give them a the suspension worth talking about. Like, what do you give them a slap of the... Two weeks. What's two weeks for these days? Give them five, four, four or five weeks. Mm. But also, the difference, you know, the eras have changed. But if someone did that to my teammate, my next time that bloke takes a hit up, I'm going to bash him. <laughs> and that was it. But now they get away with so much, mate. Like they run around with their white gloves on. They can't touch the halfback because of the, they're like a protecting species. But I understand that. Yeah, you, know, you can't grab blokes when they're in the air. But mate, when they've sort of got they've got the ball, you now look at that. Um, is it Kafuski who played for the uh, for the Dolphins? That was a game changer. Yeah. When Hastings he threw the ball and it was a three second count, one, two, three, and went whack. But just say Hastings throws the dummy and tries to go through and gets whacked, or just say he misses the tackle. Well, I guarantee you, Bennett would get up Kafuski saying, "Why didn't you take your man?" So, totally. And he got, he got bloody three weeks for that. Yep. 
Nah, and, and me and Kebby have talked about that a lot too. Like, what's a player supposed to do? Um, particularly with the obstruction rules as well. It's like, if you don't commit to tackling a player and they get yeah. the ball, then you've made a massive error. So it, it sort of seems like um, some of that common sense is, is being taken yeah. out. Um, just just quickly before we let you go, but another story that sort of came out this morning, um, the City Morning Herald was reporting that um, Jack Wyden has, has, uh, is going to call time on, on representative footy. So no uh, origin in New South Wales. What, what do you make of that? Oh, it's a big call, but I reckon someone might be turning the screws down to the Raiders saying, look, uh, we're going to be giving you a heap of money. Uh, we can't afford you to get hurt. I think you should be, um, we'll sign out for three years, but you've got to forgo the, uh, the representative duties. Um, oh, well, if you want to do that, give someone else an opportunity. So he's had a go there. And he's probably, you know, the main thing at these age too, he's probably thinking of the end post-career. So mm. it's, um, it wouldn't be a decision I'd make. Uh, no one in the world. Big. But that's what he's, the game has changed too much, mate, hasn't it, when we were coming through as kids. Uh, big loss for, for New South Wales, do you think, Jack Wyden? Not really. No? No, not really. No, we've got enough talent in, uh, in New South Wales to cover probably positions times three per person, I reckon. So, yeah. um, as I said, it gives these guys an opportunity now um, to stand up and, you know, wear the badge of New South Wales and, and take these Queenslanders on. Yeah, good stuff. Hey, Spud, um, how's the gym going? Ah, oh, it's all right, mate. It's, uh, it's got a sign out the front, don't let your fear hold you back. And I think people do get a little bit scared coming in here, but, uh, <laughs> but they do get, they do get uh, blasted with uh, uh, it's just some of the uh, verbal slang matches in here are just out of control. But <laughs> Spud Shim is uh, it's unique. It is, mate. There's, there's no PC. Um, so anyone's welcome from over the Dutch and <laughs> say you've heard us on radio, but no. I love it, mate. I just compared, and also compare it to stuff I do with uh, Fox and SEN. I love, mate, it's like a release for getting out of here. I yeah. absolutely love doing the games. I love getting my point across. Um, what blows me away, Sam, is that when people talk to me in the street, they go, but I'm loving what I'm hearing because you, you tell the truth, which is, yep. that's how I've been brought up. Yeah, no, we love it as well, Spud. Always um, awesome having you on the show, my friend. Uh, go well, enjoy the league this weekend, and uh, we'll catch up again soon. Anytime, see you, man. There you go. Uh, Spud Carroll there. And, uh, yeah, it's pretty hard case old Spud. I'd love to go to his gym one time, actually. Imagine a personal training session with him. Like he said, the uh, the slang would, would fire anyone up. Uh, good to get um, Spud's thoughts across the, the weekend's NRL. Text us on double eight double three actually, if you've got any thoughts on uh, on the Jack Whiten decision and, and uh, how the NRL was adjudicating these hip drops as well. Because I think Spud's point there is, uh, firstly, um, you know, it's a, it's a – tough physical game, these contact areas happen and sometimes blokes fall in the wrong place and you don't want to go in half-hearted, otherwise you'll get in trouble with your coach, but then at the same time if you genuinely are dropping the hip or, or hurting someone, then, then give them plenty, uh, give them a plenty of weeks to, to try and stamp it out of the game legitimately.